0: Anyway, the second conversation of the day, we're going to be uh, talking to Fainise Tora, who is the general manager of grants operations at SASA. We're talking about how uh, they've, they're changing their payment methods, their alternative methods uh, that have been put on the table and how this affects you and what it is that you can do to ensure that you're still able to access your grants. Uh, Mr. Setocha, good morning to you. Thanks for your time this morning.
1: Um, Kirstie, good morning and um, good morning to the SAFM listeners
0: Quite some time since we last had you on the show I trust you've been keeping well?
1: Um, Katie, I've been, I've been doing well. Thanks a lot for checking. Yes, it's been a while since we met and we had a chat with your listeners.
0: I, I want us just to perhaps begin, so so that we're all on the same page, begin with the changes that have been made um, to the, the payment of, of grants and then we'll talk about what some of the challenges that perhaps people have been experiencing are.
1: Um Kathy, um, and to the listeners at home, I think let me indicate that um, these were not new changes that were made in particular in this in this month, but um, just to indicate that we were re-emphasizing to all social grants recipients out there in the country that we are encouraging them, specifically those that have been uh, queuing, at some of uh, the post office branches. We were saying to them, be aware that that card that you are having in your hand, which you are queuing to be paid through a teller, that card has the power to allow you to withdraw your money at an ATM or at any retail store. So basically, we were trying to encourage our, our social grants recipients, specifically those that are having the uh, post office card in their hand, to try and get themselves a pin, uh, PIN code so that they can uh, go and access their money at any other alternative um, site. But we were also trying to encourage other um, social grants recipients, those that we normally paying at uh, uh, some of the mobile pay points or so-called the static sites that we visit on a month-to-month, to say to them that, you don't really have to um, to be waiting until um, the, the 20th of a particular month. We, you can always go and access your money um, um, on the 10th, on the 15th, on the 16th, or at any time, but provided you have a PIN code. So even those that we are paying through mobile PayPoint, they have um, an option to get a PIN code and for them to be serviced um uh, alternatively, or for them to access their money through the national payment uh, access channels, such as the ATMs and other infrastructure that is available, which is um, an alternative to them waiting for us to drive there. So we we were just trying to emphasize this or remind the clients those that um, um, may have got the message in the past but may have forgotten that remember. This card that you are having has got that power, which you can uh, take advantage of. So that's basically the message which we're trying to send out to the client.
0: What are some of the challenges that you have been seeing or experiencing that sparked this this reminder?
1: So among the challenges that we've been seeing, um is um, that would have. Um, specifically clients that are being paid uh, through mobile sites. Because some of these mobile sites um, would would be in between uh, some villages, um, you'd have, out of the blue, a large number of clients deciding if maybe a particular site is paying a bit earlier, they would decide to um, drive to that particular site in large numbers. Now, remember... Because we, we are paying at this site month in, month out, we kind of have trends in terms of how much money we paid in January, how much we paid in February, March, et cetera. So we have an idea of how much money we must be able to carry when we arrive at site A. Now, if out of the blue there is um, a sudden um, um, a movement of clients. um a, from one site to the other, or clients deciding to go to a particular site um, and, and abandon their site earlier, of course, if the clients are there, we will start paying, but in, at some at some stage of the day, we'll run out of money because we could have been carrying 100,000 and there's like a 40 more line that um, uh, came at that particular site. Um, and normally you'd find that that site we pay maybe an average of 50 clients. So if the number doubles, it, 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 it can happen that we don't have double the amount of money for that particular side. And remember, again, for security reasons, um, we, 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 we try our best to carry the, the equivalent of what will be appropriate for for that day, for the site that are to be paid. So if clients um, move around in large numbers, then we end up with a shortage of money. So to avoid as uh, such, we're trying to say that instead of you uh, moving from one village, going to that particular, to the other village, be aware that you can also go to an ATM or a, a merchant store or a, a retail store and access your money mm. so that uh, you don't end up affecting those that could have been serviced appropriately. And, and this, we are seeing it uh, more on the younger generation. The right. the, 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 young, the uh, younger uh, folks are, mm. are the ones that are hoping around a lot. What uh, f- do they go to...
0: Funny. Sorry, sorry to interject there. We've got a break coming up. Let me take this break, and then we'll continue the conversation with you after this.
2: The talking
3: point with Kathy Mosasana, weekdays 9am till midday.
0: Twenty-three after ten o'clock, we're in conversation with Fani Sitoka. He's the fa- he's the general manager of grant operations at Sasa. Uh, so, Fani, I'm going to ask you to quickly wrap up on on this issue of of people moving around. Have you been able to find out what is leading to it?
1: Um, look, sometimes it's, um, it's, it's patience, um, specifically for the clients that are paid at uh, mobile mobile payment sites because. For those clients we've got different days on which we visit the different sites because basically we have a, a teams that are mobile through vehicles so this you'll find that today they visit three four sites on this particular payment route the following day they visit uh, a different site and it goes on throughout the month so you'd have um some of the clients that are that are not patient enough to wait until we arrive at their site but and these clients, it, it could be clients that um, maybe for the past 12 months that person was never even receiving his money through any of the mobile sites, and for some reason, out of the blue, they decide to turn up at that particular site, whereas generally they would be receiving their monies, um either at um, at ATMs or at retail stores. So it 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 that's the key reason that we are seeing. But normally with the younger generation, uh, they are a little bit unpredictable, uh, unpredictable at times. They, they just um, um, swing around uh, throughout the, the, the different months. And, and we are actually encouraging um, that um, if, if as much as possible, uh, instead of them uh, uh, putting pressure to some of the older folks that would be paying at, at those sides um, and resulting into shortages of money, uh, it is best that they explore accessing their monies uh, at alternative sites. Besides, mm-hmm. even if they do arrive in those sites, we always start with the with the elder people who are on site on the day or the uh, those that are disabled. We, we always prioritize them. So you find in the middle of that payment cycle, maybe we are done with the elders and the disabled, but... Uh, We started a few of the younger generation and we ran out of money. So instead of them being inconvenienced in that manner, we say that card allows you to access your money anywhere else you want. Not just uh, at that site only.
0: All right. funny. I'm going to start taking some callers and questions for you because we have uh, so many of them coming through already. I'll kick it off in free head. Anonymous, good morning. I'm going to ask our callers, please, let's all try and keep it as short as possible. Anonymous, good morning.
2: Good morning. Kate. How are
0: you? I'm all right. Thank you. Okay.
2: okay. Uh, I will have so many questions, but I will just to ask two questions. But what I want to say is that the reason why callers will respond so many is because SACA does not have the communication. Even if you ask them via social media, they don't respond. Even if you can say that there are many callers who call and ask, no one is on the But let just go straight to a point. The first one is that appeal, I appealed for January, February and March. So today, if you take an email to them, you see they are processing but they were breaking, saying that they are going to start with those who were appealed having received the money. So it's telling I that right two proof is that what's And then the second point I also to say is that what about July uh, application? Because as the facts are not communicating with people, not living relevant statements. someone is spreading fake news. So, so the early July uh, reconfirmation, people are saying now people need to reconfirm. But they are waiting for 29th of July, and we say, no, people must reapply. And then, because now we cannot pay people because um, uh, we are late, we started late. Why can't we communicate with people? Tell people what we need to do to that. Because tonight is not appearing on the system. We don't know what to do. People are telling people that you need to reapply. You need to communicate with people, tell them information. Because if you don't tell people information, someone will tell you information. And you okay.
0: Okay. Anonymous, uh, let me leave it there with you, Fanny. Do you have a, a, an answer for him?
1: Um, look, I, I, I was able to hear him in some areas. In some areas, I battled to hear him. But uh, for the portions that I was able to hear him, I'll definitely be able to respond. Mm-hmm. Um, so the studies that, um, uh, Kathy, I think you may have noted um, in the earlier interviews that were done, with other media houses um I'm not sure whether some of our our whether this, uh, our spokesperson was at SAFM but we had indicated that we had a late start uh, for this iteration of uh, the um, um SRD payments because I I can hear his questions is not is not related to what I was explaining earlier, earlier on for your normal social grants uh, uh, payment but it was more on the SRD uh, 350 payment. So we we had indicated uh, when we came to media that we had a late start and we when we started paying we we did come and indicate that we have now started paying and we were clear that our, our approach was <clears throat> we cleared we started with a, a backlog of payments that we uh, we had which was more on reconsideration that we had received from the different line terms, and those are the ones that we prioritized, but in addition we we then uh, lined up payments for um for this for this year, meaning uh, payments from April going forward we started scheduling them um as he's is indicating and I can confirm that those payments are going to be taking place um we have started already with um uh, scheduling payments for July, which the, uh, a number of clients will start seeing them, um, including those of uh, of the yester month. But the arrangement was for us to clear backlog of applications which we had for reconsiderations that were submitted by the different lines, and that was the focus. So, in, in a number of them, can confirm that uh, those that have made it, those payments have have uh, have taken place. And those that did not make it, they were, of course, rejected.
0: All right. Fani Satora is the General Manager, Grants Operations at Sasa. We're going to take continue taking your calls for him. Uh, it's 10.30. Let me go over to Ann Musa on the news desk, and then I'm back with more of your calls and WhatsApp voice notes. SAFM
2: 104
3: to 107 nationwide. Leading the conversation.
0: We're in conversation with Fani Setoha, General Manager Grants Operations at Sasa, and we're talking about just some of the challenges that um, you know different customers have been experiencing when it comes to accessing their grants. Let me go to Fixburg. Shadrach, good morning. Good morning, Kati. How are you, ma'am? I'm well, thank you. Thank you,
4: ma'am. And uh, 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 I've got a program with my son who is not... You know, he's addicted, and he, you know, he, he, he ends up not, no longer wanting. to, he no longer wants to go to to, 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 to fetch his money. So I don't know what to do because now I, I no longer know as to whether he still receives the money or not. Uh,
0: and Shadrach,
4: is this the 350? I got the 350. Okay. And he's depending mostly on me, and that you know that that, that becomes too much of a burden on me, on my funds, because I'm also living on on the grant money, and it's, it isn't sufficient for mm. for both me and him. Yeah, only. Had, there's only two of us here in the in the house, and he you know he's, he's stubborn. So I just want to know as to whether I can be able to see when he has got the money, so that I can know. Not that I don't want to. It's, it's, I don't want to to take the money. He can have the money, but I just want to 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 have the proof that he did receive
0: the money or not. Okay. All right. Th- yeah. th- th- thanks for that, Dr. Shadrach. Uh,
1: um So if I understand him well, he is staying with his son and his son applied for the grant and he is not too sure whether um, his son is receiving the money or he's not receiving the money. Is, yes. is my understanding correct?
0: Yes, yes. But so, he also says that his son is, is battling uh, addiction, um, and you know, so so he's not sure. I'm sure he's saying that that could well have an impact on whether or not he believes um, he there, has is, been going to withdraw the money.
1: Is there a way on which you you can ask your team to, if they can, uh, just trace that number for Shadrach then for us to have an offline engagement uh, with him on this matter? Because it's, it's, I'm getting more than uh, uh, just the money. There's addiction. There's money and. I, I think there's elements that I cannot um, uh, 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 share in, in the public eye because there's there's issues of privacy that are that are included. But we can always have an engagement offline with him and and try and assist him. Uh, All right. Alternatively. All right.
0: We'll do we'll do that, Fanny. We'll, we'll give you his number. Um, thanks for that. Intech Edrick, N- we'll pass your number on to Fanny and pick it up from there. Okay. Okay, thank you very much, Casey. All right. Uh, Anonymous in Johannesburg, you want to talk about the uh, reapplication process? Is this for the 350?
2: Yes, for the FRB. Thank you very much, Katie. All right. Uh, at, at on the 27th April, there was a national spokesperson with Alvin Stampier where he confirmed that for so as long as you applied before the end of April, you will be paid. So, my question is if now you are paid through a bank, you can't just go to a bank, you have to get a, uh, an SMS first. Now, when are they payments from April? Because I remember I, I did reapplied on that time, even though there is someone I know who never, uh, uh, his payment never stopped. Even now, he got his, uh, his grant, but uh, for me, I can't with other guys. So if you get to a bank, you don't have this, uh, uh, you've given your, your, your bank account, when are they
0: explaining this
1: this funny um, thanks a lot i think maybe as a start let me indicate that um he is correct the the gentleman on the line the anonymous scholar on the line he is correct that you cannot go to the bank if you have not get confirmation that um your money has been has been released your payment has been released as a start number 2 so um, all, all clients have an option if um, to go and check their status, the status of the application, if they have been approved, if they have been paid. In other words, if money has been released to the bank or not. So that status, each client can be able to check by themselves without them just um, moving and going to the bank. So you can always go into that application channel and, and check whether your grant has been approved or whether it has not been approved or whether it has been paid uh, or, or uh, if ever it has not been paid. So those, that can be checked, even if it has been declined. But otherwise, on the cell phone numbers which deadlines would have applied, if the grant has been declined or if the grant has been approved, we, we dispatch uh, SMS messages through those uh, uh, cell phone numbers. In an instance, that deadline uh, did not have it. They have as uh, a fallback that they can do a um, uh, self-inquiry by checking it themselves uh, through the same channel which they have applied
0: using. i in there. Anonymous? Yes, thank you. Uh, first of all, I was
2: getting but then there was this reapplication. Then I did it applied. I was granted the data is successful. So what else now do I do other than to wait? But uh, my waiting is too long. That's the question now, which I think everyone else... Mm-hmm.
1: yeah so uh, Kathy, Kathy, i I think let me indicate that indeed, for the the previous iteration, it ended on the thirty first of March from April going forward, all clients had to reapply. There is a reason why everyone had to reapply. It was because there had been changes, the regulations changed, there were new provisions and the, implying that there were uh, further responses which clients had to provide to, to enable us to confirm if ever they are still uh, qualifying or not. Now, that having been said, remember earlier on I said we had a late start.
0: We had a late
1: start in terms of processing applications and specifically it was because we concluded our relationships with the bank. You'll recall the, the new Regulations that were published for 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 2022 had um, provisions that required us to be able to uh, uh, ascertain by uh, checking into all the bank accounts of those that would would have been applied. Now, for that purpose, we concluded our relationships with the banks a bit late, a, a bit later. In other words, the, those arrangements that uh, we wanted to get into the banks. We concluded them a little bit late. When I say late, I, I, I meant by April, we were not fully uh, done with, the, with, with that with that part. But eventually, we were able to, to conclude um, our relationships with the banks. And hence when we started paying, we started with the backlog of applications that we had received for people that had submitted reconsiderations. I think that's what I was saying earlier on. And it's only now that uh, we have started with, uh, with the current payment um, uh, going forward that uh, of everyone who would have applied, uh, afresh from April um, uh, onwards.
0: Okay. All right, Anonymous. I-, I hope that that has helped clarify.
2: Yeah, it's fine. Thank
0: you. All right, uh, I'm sorry about that, anonymous out in Johannesburg. I can hear clearly, not happy um, with the the answers being given there. Samuel in Poch, good morning.
3: Good morning. How are you, my lady?
0: I'm well, thank you. Yeah,
3: I'm good, thank you,
0: ma'am. Uh,
3: ma'am, I just want to say something regarding these uh, 350 issues because of someone somewhere it doesn't accommodate everybody. The issue is that I've been, I think I've applied from last year last year, up until now. The only answer I've been getting is been pending, declined, pending, declined. What happened is that I sent uh, some clothes for my kids, hopefully they are far from me, outside the province. So due to what happened in KZ and of the flood, some of those things, they didn't reach the destination. So as a result, people who were, who, who were taking things to another province like I did, people were refunded through the insurance. So insurance refunded me the amount of 500 rand for the truth that I, we are supposed to go, to go that side. So the guy from South for the fact they saw that man in the account, he seems like they tend to believe that I've got this kind of amount every month in my account. which there is no such.
0: Yeah, and, and it, it really is disadvantaging you, um, Samuel. Fanny? Um, I think,
1: let me indicate to Samuel that um We we're not checking if so if you get if you got 500 rand in January as an example, um, when we check your account in in March, surely um, if nothing went into that account in March, it will it will not disadvantage you. But I also want to indicate that, um, Kathy, you will recall that there is provision. That is in the regulations that says the amount that is problematic is any amount that is uh, in excess of 350 rand. So if you had deposits into, because remember, people get um, they people get short-term uh, employment. Um, if that comes in different forms. Um, uh, uh, some clients that are applicants of SRD 350 do get some form of support from um, family members in, in different forms. So if a person would have had a deposit in their account that is in excess of 350, that is the amount that will definitely uh, disadvantage you. Because you must remember, Kathy. It is the same kitty, it is the same government kitty which government utilizes to build a road, to build water infrastructure, for um, assisting those that are going to school that are unable to assist themselves. So for purposes of the country being able to afford, there had to be um, some gatekeeping mechanism that had to be introduced so that those that have some level of support must be able to make way or afford other people that do not even have that, that 350, not even from a relative who can help. So that's the basis of, of, of this particular uh, provision that was included, so that the people that eventually get approved becomes the people that don't have anything bills, nothing they need to, so so that uh, the rest that have some form of support should be able to to um survive through the kind of of support or interventions that uh, they would be getting alternatively and hence this particular test so i don't think Samuel, that um, you are being punished for having received a a refund of 500 once and nothing is Definitely nothing ever got into your account. There is possibly something
3: that went into those accounts that we were able to pick up. Samuel? Yes, my lady in my situation how do I do because of I went to SASA yesterday, SASA office. They told me to access it on their website.
4: Mm.
3: If you go there the only thing that you're gonna reach those hands of them that fully they, they, they do it and that they are raising, you will never get inside it. You'll never So
0: get it. so so funny, I mean okay. is this the end of the road for somebody like Samuel?
1: There's an appeal. There's an appeal as a fallback. So if definitely Samuel is hundred percent sure that um, he doesn't have anything, he never had anything. He can appeal. Yes, ma'am. Yes. He can appeal. But
3: Should I what, I I'm, what, what, what,
1: what I'm what I'm, internet, i can't access it. No. What I what I want to indicate is we are not for SRP three sixty clients, we are not servicing them. Uh, through Sasa offices, you can imagine it's 10 million clients. If, if all of them were to go to a Sasa office, we'll have problem. There is actually a website which you must be able to um, uh, to access for purposes of you submitting an appeal. And that particular website is the website for uh, the appeal tribunal. It is. Can I give it out, Kathy? Yes, you may. It is a https um, colon port. Uh, forward slash, two forward slashes srd.dsd.gov.za, So that is the site for the Appeal Tribunal. So you can be you can submit an appeal through that particular website, which is the, the site of the Appeal Tribunal. They are independent to Sasa. Uh, they don't work for Sasa. We are not in the same building. We rarely see them. They are separate to us. So if you are, you are uh, confident that you don't have anything, submit your appeal through that particular site and they will assess your situation and um, uh, they, they, they have the power to overrule the
3: decision of Sasa.
0: All right. Samuel, it it, it looks like that's that's going to be the, the only other option left to you.
3: You know what surprises me, Katie? When the money gets lost, there's no process. The money gets lost it's in a blink of an eye. But for only 350, it's going to take you another 12 months.
0: Mm. This is
3: not fair in South Africa. Mm. But when I might get lost, it's in a big one and it's gone. But I thank you for your effort, Mrs. Yeah, I, 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 well.
0: I can understand why you're so frustrated, Samuel. I, I really do get it.
3: In the very same 350. The very same person you are voting, you can't even access it. I'm uh-huh. voting every time I'm voting.
0: Mm. But
3: I can't get the 350. Those who never voted, it's like we are voting for the outsiders. We are suffering. The one who have voted, we are suffering. It's fine,
0: thank you. All right, Samuel. Uh, Samuel, out in Poch. Look, we have a lot of... um, Un- unhappy clients of SASA uh, this morning because they feel that the process just simply is cumbersome and does not really work to assist whatever challenges that um, they may be experiencing. Fanny, I want to take one or two voice notes. We're, we're running out of time because after this we have to go to the IDC. So um, here, here's one voice note for you, Fanny. Uh,
1: morning, Oskete. Uh, can you please? This is Itumeleng from Bloomfontein. Can you please ask your guest from Sasa about the, the appeals that were made from last year? Some of them they are approved, but they are not yet been paid. Every time we call, call uh, Sasa call center, they will tell us that the the appeals are approved, but there are no payment dates and they are still verifying banking details till now. My appeals were from last year, August, September, October, November, December, January. Some of them they are approved, but I've never received any money from SASA till today. Thank you. Funny. Uh, thanks a lot, Cathy, and um, to the listeners. I think let me indicate that um, for the reconsiderations that have already been processed and approved, we have two categories. We've got those that whose accounts have been verified, that they are correct. In other words, the account, the ID is in the name of Cathy, and as a result, where accounts have been verified successfully, payments have happened. We've got others that have not yet been, the accounts have not yet been approved. Uh, uh, the, the verification process for the account has not yet been uh, completed. Um, and as soon as that is um, completed, the people will be able to to then see their monies are getting in because it is not only about approval. Approval is, is the portion that we do, um, but having to verify the account, it, we, it, we are forced to verify that this account which the person has given us is actually registered in their name. So that process, at times, it it, it it can take a bit longer. It um, it differs um, from one case to the other, and how complex uh, each case is. But there is a process that we we uh, is unfolding to try and conclude the verification of accounts with uh, the role players that uh, that we are working with. The clients do not have to go to their bank for this for this part because it is not only the banks that are involved. We've got the national treasury who is also a middleman. So you may find that you go to the bank just to find that uh, Treasury has not yet released your details uh, to the bank as yet. So you just wait until we are able to uh, uh, to update the status on your account with the appropriate details regarding your verification process.
0: All right, Fani. Unfortunately, we're going to have to leave it there for this morning. Uh, Fani is the Fani Setora. That is, is the general manager of grants operations at Sasa. Unfortunately, you know, we always get so many uh, different requests, and today we have to uh, wrap up that interview a little early to move on to um, some of the other programming that we have lined up. But I certainly hope that um, the last uh, couple of minutes have helped to provide clarity in terms of the challenges that you may be experiencing when it comes to accessing your grants.